I'm Jerry Ann Savelle, and I want to welcome you to the show today. You know, you may be sitting there right now thinking, I have done everything I know to do. I'm using my faith. I'm tithing. I'm going to church. I'm in the Word, and it looks like nothing is changing in my life. Well, if you're sitting there thinking that right now, then I believe that I have a word for you from God to help you get to the place that you need to be in your life, that you're not feeling overwhelmed, stressed out, frustrated, or impatient. You know, the Lord always deals with me, either what I've been through or what I'm going through. And the last several months, I've been dealing with this very thing that you're feeling. I've been doing everything I know to do, and there have been times I'm like, Lord, what else? do I do? But you know what? Hebrews 6.12 says that with faith and patience, you will inherit the promises of God. It's going to take patience to get you to where you need to be to experience breakthrough and victory in your life. Faith and patience work hand in hand, and that's what we're going to talk about the next several weeks. You know, we live in a society where we want instant gratification. We want things now. We don't like to wait for anything. You know, we want to take a pill to make us skinny. We don't want to have to change our diet or work out. We want things to happen like now. You know, I live in this little town called Granbury, and it's on the lake, and it's like a little small town. Um, There's a courthouse, and and um, the little town square, and it's a really cute place to live. But one of the things I don't like about the town is everybody drives so slow there. And I'm a mama of six, and I got places to go, I got things to do, and I'm driving like fast, and I'm trying to get past all these people. But you know what happens to me oftentimes is I pass all these people, and then I get to a red light, and they, they get right next to me. I've accomplished nothing. But today I'm talking to you beyond just that kind of patience. I'm talking about a soul patience where your mind, your will, and your emotions are in patience and in peace because you're staying in faith knowing that God is faithful to his promises, that what his word says is for you, that you don't get off your faith and you believe and trust him and wait until the breakthrough comes. It's going to take faith and patience working hand in hand. We don't like to wait for anything. You know what? The enemy wants us to get impatient. He wants us to get over in impatience, getting frustrated, and eventually getting mad at God because why is it taking so long? I'm doing everything I know to do. Why is it taking so long? And you know what? The definition of impatience is having are showing a tendency to be quickly irritated or provoked. Irritation with anything that causes delay, restless, and eager. So that's what the enemy is ultimately hoping will happen, is that you get out of faith, you get impatient, and you get mad at God. And that's not where you're going to get results when you get over an impatience. You've got to stay patient and in faith. He wants us getting so frustrated that we start taking things on our own. We start trying to figure out things on our own. We put things on our time frame instead of God's time frame. But Galatians 6, 9 tells us that there's a due season for everything we're going through. There's a due season. There's a set time for your breakthrough. But when you start taking things into your own hands, then you allow compromise to come in. And I've learned in my life that when I allow compromise to come in, 
then I start trying to make decisions on my own and those are flesh-led decisions. And when you let your flesh decide what you're going to do, then you create delay in your life for what God had for you. You start trying to make things happen that God didn't have set for you. He's got a set time. Compromise is not God's best for you. I think the biggest example of compromise and getting ahead of God and and trying to do things on our own is the story of Abraham and Sarah. We all know that story, but they had a word from God that he would be the father of many nations. And in the natural, it looked impossible. They could not see how that was going to happen. In fact, Sarah started laughing. She just could not see how that was going to happen. So she comes up with this great idea, and she says, I think that I'll give my handmaiden, Hagar, to Abraham, and they can conceive a child. So they take it into their own hands, and they create Ishmael, as you know. And I like to, my dad always says, he says, you don't want an Ishmael job, you don't want to drive an Ishmael car, and you certainly don't want to marry Ishmael's spouse because it's not God's best. It was created from the flesh. It was created from frustration, compromise. You don't want Ishmael's in your life. You want Isaac's in your life. So I'm challenging you today that if you're in that place of frustration, you're in that place of impatience, then get back in the Word Get focused on what God promises you in his word and stay in faith. Stay patient and in faith. It says it's Hebrews 6, 12, that faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Galatians 5, tells this, that one of the fruits of the spirit that we're given is patience. Patience means simply to be able to endure. So if you're full of the Holy Spirit, then you already have patience down on the inside of you. You've just got to call on it, cultivate it, and stir it up and bring it out of you so that you can accomplish everything that God has set for you. You know, I believe it's Colossians 3.12. It says to clothe yourself in patience. You're going to have to make a decision every single day when you get up, beyond just driving in traffic, but that you're patient in your mind, your will, and your emotions, that you don't get over into compromise, you don't get over into frustration. Because again, if you go there in your thought life, if you begin to dwell on why, God, is this not happening, then ultimately you're going to get over into anger, and that's where the enemy wants you, getting off your faith and trying to figure out this thing on your own. You know, when you decide to do something on your own, and you go out of God's will, and you compromise, what you're really saying is, God, I don't trust you. Ouch, I know that hurts, but that's the truth. When we decide to do things on our own, we're saying, God, you really must need my help because it's not happening fast enough. You know what? God does not need your help. He just needs your faith. That's all he requires of you is that you use your faith, that you trust him, that you believe him. That's what faith is is resting in the finished works of Jesus. Hebrews 12, 2 tells us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. So when you've got your eyes on Jesus, not on the circumstances, not on what's not happening, but you've got your eyes on Jesus, then it's just a matter of time before that breakthrough comes. But again, faith and patience. You have to make a decision in your life 
that you're in this, this faith walk, for the long haul. That no matter how long, if it's a year from now and you're still standing and you're still believing and you're not seeing any change, that you're saying, I will not get off my faith. That I'm in this for the long haul, I will not quit. You know, I love that about my dad in this ministry. He's been ministering all year on the faithful shall flourish. And for you to have faith flourishing in your life, you have to be faithful. And that's one of the things I appreciate about my dad in this ministry is that he's faithful. You know, even back in the day when there was no money in the bank, they had nothing. My dad was preaching prosperity. He was preaching abundance. He was preaching the favor of God because he was just patient and faith, steady. You know, Psalms tells us the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. That's what it's going to take is faithful daily steps staying in this. I wish that we could pray and things just happen like that, and sometimes they do. But most of the time, it's the daily faithful steps that we take every single day. And I've watched that in my dad's life and in this ministry is the daily steps of faithfulness. Therefore, he's flourishing. This ministry's flourishing because of faithfulness to God and because of my dad's faithfulness to stay in faith and stay patient. Listen to this scripture. This is James 1, 3 through 4 in the Amplified. It says, Be assured and understand that the trial and proving of your faith bring out endurance and steadfastness and patience. Let, but let endurance and steadfastness and patience have full play and do a thorough work so that you may be people perfectly and fully developed with no defects, lacking in nothing. Let it have its full play. Listen to the message translation. It says, you know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so that you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. You want to be mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. You want to go to full term. You want full term in this. I think of my six kids. I've had six babies. You know, I'm given a due date with all my babies of when they're going to be due. Well, in the natural, those first few months, I can't even see any change in me. I wasn't one of those that had morning sickness. There was no change in me. But you know what? Something was happening down on the inside of my body, but I couldn't tell a difference. But you know what? I had a set time. I had a due date, and I was patiently waiting for that due date. Well, you have a set time in your life. Whatever you're going through right now, there is a set time for breakthrough. But you can't get impatient. You can't get frustrated. You know, I when I got the due date of my children, well, the next month I wasn't mad and upset and say I quit because my baby didn't come the next month. No, I knew there was a set time, and I patiently waited for that set time. So I'm encouraging you today. There is a due date. There is a set time. No, we don't know the date. We don't know the time. But God's word says that there is a due time, a, a due season for you. And when you hold that word in front of you, then it can get you through every single day knowing that God has a set time for me. 
and I'm not going to get off my faith, and I'm going to stay in pa- I'm going to stay in patience and not be impatient. You know, it's easy to say, "I trust you, Lord. I trust you. You're my Lord. I trust you." But do you can you still say that when a year or two has gone by and nothing's changed? Can you still say, "I trust you, Lord"? You know, it's easy to say it but it's walking through it every day. And I say this all all the time. The only way that you can stay stirred up in your spirit is getting in the word of God. Because your your natural self, you want to go by the circumstances and what's going on in your life. You want to go by what you can see. But faith doesn't go by what we see in the natural. Faith goes by what we see down in here. Like I said earlier, we're looking unto Jesus. We see out there what Jesus says that we can have. That's what faith is looking at, and that's what can keep you patient while you're walking this thing out. You're going to find out what you're really made of. Like that scripture says, your faith life is going to be forced into the open to show its true colors. Do you really believe this? Do you really believe what God says that you can have, are you just quoting a bunch of things? You know, Dad has been talking about the faithful shall flourish. And you can quote that over and over, but if you don't have faith behind it, it's not going to happen. So faith and patience work hand in hand together. Like I said earlier, impatience causes compromise. And when you compromise, it causes you to do a flesh-led decision. And when you go in a flesh-led decision, then you always bring delay in your life. And you don't want delays. You want God's perfect timing in your life. You know, you may be single right now. And you've started dating this person. They say they're a Christian. You start dating them. But they're not God's very best for you. You've started to compromise because you've gotten lonely or you've settled. Well, I'm encouraging you today, don't settle. You don't want to settle with just somebody. You want God's very best for you. You want Ephesians 3.20 in your life, exceeding abundantly above all you could ask or think. Or maybe it's a job. You just kind of settled for this job and you're not going after something that God really wants you going after. Don't settle. Don't compromise. Don't get impatient. Stay in faith. Stay in faith. Compromise causes us to be unstable. It causes us to go to the left, to the right, looking for solutions and fixes. But there's no quick fixes in faith. It's steady steps of the faithful one, steady steps. You know, James talks to us about a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And compromise causes you to be unstable. Again, the only way that you stay stable, stay steady, stay um, rooted and grounded in the Word is staying in the Word so that you can be patient for all things that come up. You know, we don't know what life brings us. Life can bring us different things at different times. We don't know. But if you stay full of the Word, then you can stay patient through anything. You also can have joy in the midst of what you're going through. You can still have a smile on your face. You can still be believing God. And it's not that you're faking it. You're faithing it. You're faithing it through this journey of faith that you're in, believing that God has a plan and purpose for you. And you're expecting Ephesians 3.20 in your life. 
James 1.8, like I said, tells us that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. When we're not patient, we're saying that God's timing is not perfect. We have the perfect timing, and we know what's best for us. I don't want to be in that place. I don't want to get ahead of God and think I know what's best for me. I've tried that in my life, and it doesn't work. Jerry does not make good decisions without Jesus. I need God's perfect timing in my life. So again, it's the faithful, steady steps that will get you to where God wants you to be. Listen to Hebrews 6, 11, and 12 in the Passion Translation. It says, we long to see you passionately advance until the end, until the end, and you find your hope fulfilled. So don't allow your hearts to grow dull or sluggish, but follow the example of those who fully receive what God promised because of their strong faith and patient endurance. There we are. There's those words, strong faith and patient endurance. That's what it's going to take to receive the promises of God, that you're strong in faith and you're patient in endurance. You keep Jesus in front of you. You keep his word in front of you. You keep his promises in front of you, and it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You're not looking at the circumstances. You're not looking at what's going around you, but you're looking at Jesus. You have to stay patient and in faith. Faith is not moved by the circumstances. Listen to this, 2 Corinthians 4, 18. It says, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So we're not looking at what's happening around us. When you decide to look at Jesus, then patience develops on the inside of you. It grows on the inside of you that you're able, as Colossians says, to clothe yourself in patience and get you through every single step of the way. Patience is down on the inside of you. Like I said, it's part of the fruit of the Spirit. It's just your responsibility to develop it, to grow, and to become all that God's created you to be. You don't want to go through life just struggling, just impatient and frustrated and worried all the time. You want to have a confident assurance that God is a God that cannot lie, that his promises are for you, and that you're patient and steady on this walk. It's going to take patience to flourish in your life. So I'm challenging you today to get a hold of this and begin to clothe yourself every morning in patience and know that I can get through anything God's called me to do for today. I will do it well. I will stay in faith and I will stay in patience. We'll be right back in just a few moments. My name's Trey Johnson. This is my partner story. I grew up in Andrews, Texas in a great family, but as I got into high school and college, I started hanging out with the wrong people. And the Bible says that bad company corrupts good character, and so I started making wrong decisions and just a little while into junior college, I ended up quitting college, and I moved to another town living with this girl, and I went home one weekend, and I never will forget it, because as I was getting ready to go, my dad came out the back door, had tears running down his face, and he says, Trey, the Lord show me that you're gonna die if you don't get your life right with the Lord. 
And I just thought he was just being a normal parent. I was like, yeah, right, Dad, whatever, and went on about my business. And sure enough, two weeks later, I was going from one rodeo to another rodeo in the middle of the night. And the guy that I was roping with was asleep in the passenger seat. And the girl that I was dating at the time was asleep in the back seat. And I ended up going to sleep while I was driving. And I woke up and I was running 70 down a four lane highway and I was in the median. And when I woke up, I tried to get the rig back onto the highway, but I saw that I wasn't gonna make it. So I pulled it back in the middle cause there was a big water culvert in the middle and I straddled it perfect with the truck and the truck jumped it, but the trailer hit it right on. And of course, when the trailer hit it, it separated the truck and trailer and spun us across the highway. And the trailer just went end over end over end. Once we came to a halt over here and I saw everybody was okay, I took off running for the trailer and I crawled in the top of the horses because we were waiting for the jaws of life to get them out and they're kicking and they're pawing and there's blood everywhere and I get down there and I'm petting them and I remember my dad. I knew that God had spared my life that night and so in that horse trailer with blood everywhere and by the way the horses did end up being okay, but in that moment. I called upon the name of the Lord and I asked him, I said, Lord, I, I want to know that you're real. I want to know your presence. I want to know your power. And from that day forward, I've been a man after the heart of God and I'm the same way today. When you stay hungry, God will open up doors. When you stay hungry, God will bring freedom into your life. I discovered Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, which says to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto us. And I began to just simply put him first. And as I put him first, he began to open up opportunities. He began to bring freedom from this addiction and that addiction. And somehow I got a hold of Dr. Savell's partner letter. And at the time I was kind of secluded. I didn't have a church. I didn't know the importance of a church, but I started memorizing his partner letters and started applying his, the word that came from him in my life. And I just, as I gave my attention to it, a desire began to build, to know God, to be my best, to discover my gifts and abilities and passions. And I began to discover that God was a good God and He wanted good things for me, which led me to where I am today, going all over the world, doing leadership conferences, personal development, roping schools, roping clinics, competing at the highest level, simply because a man was willing to do what God had called him and created him to do. It empowered me to be who God has called and created me to be. So I want to encourage you, if you'll stay hungry, no matter where you're at or what you're going through, God will begin to move heaven and earth to reveal His heart and His plan and His will for you. So don't you back off from being hungry and keep growing, keep going. God bless you guys. Hebrews 6.12 says, Be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. In the powerful CD teaching, Faith and Patience, Jerry Ann Savell shares on two of the key principles it takes to see God's plan for your life come to pass. If you develop faith and patience, you will inherit all the promises of God. Many people misunderstand how faith works or how to make it grow. In the revealing book, The Nature of Faith, Jerry Savell gives an in-depth study on what faith is and how to live a life of faith. In its pages, you will discover how faith grows and decreases, how to determine your level of faith, how to see through the eyes of faith, and how your faith can move mountains. By understanding faith and how to use it, you can experience the life God created you to live. Don't wait any longer. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request this powerful combo, including the CD teaching Faith and Patience by Jerry Ann Savelle and The Nature of Faith by Jerry Savelle. Discover the keys to faith and patience today. Welcome back. I want to encourage you to go to the website right now and order this package that we're offering. 
I did this message that I'm sharing with you now, but I did it a whole lot more in detail at EMIC Women's Meeting, and this is Faith and Patience. So that's what this CD is. I encourage you to get this, put it in your car, and listen to it over and over. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing. So I encourage you to get this. Also, my dad's book, The Nature of Faith. This is such a good book, just the basics 101 on faith. It's really easy to read. It's how faith grows, how faith can decrease, how to determine your level of faith, how to see through the eye of faith. It's just a really good book to refresh you. And if you're new in faith, then it just gives you a good foundation of what faith is. I wanna to read to you a couple of testimonies we got here at the ministry. I love hearing testimonies. This is from Donna. She listened to my dad's message on suddenlies and dad's been talking about the faithful shall flourish. She said that they had some land for sale and they both suddenly sold. She had two pieces, one sold in May, one sold in August. She said that is suddenly and that is flourishing. She said, God is truly faithful. Another lady wrote in, Veronica. She said that her and her family wrote a prayer petition so that they could go on vacation. And she said that they wrote down the amounts and everything and they were believing God to go to Orlando. Well, they got the tickets to go to Orlando for only $76. She said they got an amazing hotel, pennies on the dollar, staying at a brand new hotel. She said it was because they wrote their prayer petition as a family, they agreed. I love hearing these testimonies. You know, if you're interested in becoming a partner with this ministry, I encourage you to get online. The information is there and hook up with a ministry that's doing awesome things around the world. I just want to encourage you. I have this one scripture I want to leave you with, and it's Colossians 1:11. It says, "We also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power so that you will have all the endurance and all the patience you need." May you be filled with joy. I pray that over you today, that you have all the endurance and all the patience you need, and that you will be filled with joy today. I hope that you'll come back next week and join us. Have a great day and know that your faith can overcome the world. Next week. You're going to have to get up every day when you don't see anything changing in the natural. Your circumstances are staying the same, but you're going to have to put on that patience coat. You're going to have to clothe yourself in patience. 
and believe that God is a God of His Word, that He cannot lie, and that whatever He's promised you, that it will happen in your life. But you're going to have to walk it out and walk it in patience. 